The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up. Welcome to Tuesday Night Night Shift. It's our one year anniversary episode and we've got a lot of surprises. Woo! For you tonight, uh, Andrea Uplate is with us as always. How are you tonight, Andrea? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. I'm doing Randy uh, because I'm drinking brandy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm are drinking really? rum. I'm actually no. I'm drinking a rum-based uh, Sasser spiked lemonade from Sassel Tudor. Sassel Sasser Tudor. Sassel What's a Sassel Tudor? Who knows these days? But. Uh, Tonight's night shift is our one-year anniversary. We're happy that you guys are all here in the chats. We've got a record number of people already in the chats. I don't think we've had this many people in the live chats this early ever. We got Rip Pack coming on in. I think they still got a promo code out there, Wolfpack. They're going all in on, on July 4th. Be patriotic. Support a patriot. Go and help a small business like Rip Pack. I love Rip Pack. Uh, use it all the time, more than I probably should. I should probably use regular toothpaste more than I use Ripex, but it's not the case because I'm always busy. Sarah Kelch, banging it Thank out. You, the old Sarah. $20 happy one-year anniversary um, little, uh, what do you call it, super chat. Thank you so much. Tonight's show is brought to you by Sarah Kelch. Um, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> um, Sarah, I'm glad that you were rescued from that home in Boston. Those firefighters did a great job. I want to get the real story from you. What really was going on in that apartment in Boston? Uh, but we'll have to hear that at another time. Uh, tonight's show is brought to you by ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Sleep so good. It's scary. Listen, after this episode, I'm going to have no problems going to bed because I'm going to, every, whenever I laugh and I have a good time and I drink a little too much, I'm out like a light anyway. So that, that ghost bed, uh, I got, I get to look forward to. So I'm excited about that. And then we have manscaped manscaped.com forward slash Wolfpack for the whole month. And guys, I'm excited to say that, that, uh, the sponsors we have for July, we listened to what you had to say. We got some reviews. We got some things where you said you don't like the pre-read um, oh, yeah. ad reads. Nobody likes those. And that's great. So I talked to the ad agency. We're no longer doing it. We're doing it our way or it's the highway. If these advertisers don't like it, they can fuck right off because we're going to read these uh, Except like for you, gentlemen. Ghost and ladies, we'll do whatever you want, Ghostbed. Yeah, but you know, right, but Ghostbed has never given me any rules, and we've had some pretty dark ad reads since this is our one-year anniversary. I think one of the darkest Ghostbed ad reads I ever did was when we were doing the um, the case out of Florida, where the girl was shoved up underneath a mattress, the waterbed. Oh, the waterbed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot the name of her, but I you were like, the name of her. he then stuffed her under the waterbed, and I was like, they found her decomposing bed, on the waterbed in the summertime. <laughs> and I lived right down the road from that case, so that case was uh, super crazy to me. Uh, but yeah, that was probably one of my darkest ad reads of all time. Ghostbed had no problems with it, uh, because you know what, you guys all love Ghostbed, and you guys are always buying the ghost beds. Uh, and you guys, I love it when you send me the pictures of your ghost bed pillows, your ghost bed sheets. I don't know if those messages are flirtatious or if you're just genuinely trying to let me know that you support us by sorting our sponsors or if you're kind of like inviting me, you know, it's like, ah, oh, cool. You got a ghost bed pillow. Are you like inviting me over? Like what's, uh, what's They're the flex not. there? They're not. Damn it. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'd like to think they are, you know what I mean? It's like they send me the picture of their sheets and I'm like, is the next one going to be them on the sheets or in the sheets? 
it's going to happen next. You but it hasn't careful. happened like that. I know, right? Um, but thank you guys so much uh, for supporting us and supporting our sponsors. Thank you, Ghostbed. Thank you, Manscaped. July is going to be packed full of. We got some really great sponsors. Uh, we've got mybookie.com coming in July. Um, we got Factor. You ever heard of Factor, Andrea? The food what company? What is Factor? They uh, make they they pre-made meals. Oh. Pre-made meals. My quality chefs. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited and uh, maybe they'll want to send us a sample so we can I'm tell sure everyone just how good it is. They always do. So I know that um, I had HelloFresh a few years ago and they sent a bunch. So well, forget we'll HelloFresh. We're talking Factor. I know. I know. But I'm saying Factor is probably going to be better. So they're going to probably send is. more than HelloFresh. Unless HelloFresh also wants to sponsor and they can compete. It's fine. <laughs> Just two competing ad reads. Hello, Fresh is the best. Factor is but the best. Factor. <laughs> but it's Factor. You've heard of other crappy brands like <laughs> Blue Apron. Oh man. <laughs> well, that's right. Have you ever tried any of those brands? I think I've tried a Hello Fresh at a friend's house. I okay. now it might be okay. I will be honest that it it hasn't always in different seasons of life seemed to make sense financially. It depends on how how much is being eaten at home and right. the boys are eating a lot and growing big. So sometimes I don't know if it'll be quiet enough for, for the meals, but yeah, I think it'd be, uh, especially summertime, you're grilling a little bit more. I think it'd be, I'd like to try it. Some, some summertime. Some uh, we have an amazing show for you guys tonight. Uh, by the way, if you want to support us, yeah. you can head over to Patreon, become a paid member, lots of extra content. I've got an interview coming with officer Daniels, the officer Daniels comedian, I am super excited about that. He said that after the 4th of July, I will do a Patreon episode with you. I will join you in holy matrimony on Patreon. Me, you, and the Patreon saint of Patreon. We'll do it together. I said, okay. So that's happening. Uh, More news on the book. Uh, The book is... Well, I don't want to pick up that. That book is going very well. Got some really great updates on the book. There'll be a lot of crazy breaking news on the book probably this week, if not. Well, this is 4th of July week, and we're not doing any shows yeah. July week. Um, so well, there will be no night shift next Tuesday. Uh, just enjoy your family and the fireworks. And, um, be and safe. We'll have that and be safe. But uh, yeah, but uh, probably next week sometime I'll drop the big banger news. Uh, about the book so um james russell says the book is a book what do you have for us tonight i know that it's a one-year anniversary and we're all just giddy to the gills what do we got it is yeah so tonight guys is gonna be a little bit different we're just gonna do a look back think uh end of the year stuff so we're gonna take a look back at some of our favorite cases to cover some of the wilder cases some of the cases that were a little nearer and dearer that we continue to talk about and think about Um, we are going to do something incredibly different tonight. This is not a call-in show, generally speaking. Uh Uh-oh. Who's here? Is that a doorbell? Someone's here. Like I'm on Mr. Rogers. Oh! What is going on? Easy, breezy, beautiful Drew Breezy. (laughs) Happy. This is so... (laughs) I was knocking at your door, Andre. I'm glad you answered. I'm glad I got the right house, first of all. (laughs) Does this Uh, rag smell like chloroform to you? (laughs) Yeah, does this smell like chloroform? I, I, how many times have you heard that? So uh, before a, a good lot night's rest on your show. ghost bed. Yeah, right. I'm sure. Uh, well, I, I dropped in to say hello and happy anniversary or happy birthday. I don't know how you're framing this, but uh, it's, it. it's great that you're um, you're in 720p 
And uh, we, so everyone knows we worked really hard on getting her camera to work today. There is a little secret she shares and it's medical information. It's HIPAA. She does appear that she is the wink emoji. That's all I'm going to say right now. Uh, but we were unable to get her camera working. So if there is a, a tier one tech support uh, person, uh, preferably somebody from India, please let us know. Somebody from Someone India specializes who's name in Charles. Panasonic cameras. <laughs> His right. name is John. My name is Stephen. Oh, Hello. My name is Charles. Hello. You're like, Hello. no, not a chance. <laughs> Your name is not Charles. On what planet do you think? I've said that a thousand times when I like talk to the techies and they're like, hello, how can I help you? My name is Charles. Oh, no, that was that was an English accent. That was British, and his name was very likely Charles. <laughs> that was it probably was, like, was Charles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, just I can't do an Indian one um, because I'm not racist. Hello? Because yeah, I'm not, no, racist. not racist either. So I can't do an Indian accent. Um, if I was racist, I'd be able to pull it off, but I'm not. So, but yeah, I always question them. I'll be like, is your name really John? That's not your John. They're like, no, it's Sarid Hamid Ahmed. Now that makes me racist. Also not Indian. <laughs> <laughs> also not Indian. That was more of the Pakistani uh, call centers. But um, oh. thank you for joining us in. Uh, what was your favorite night shift episode, Drew? Well, I'm trying to think of which ones I was on. Uh, no, I'm uh, I don't know. She's she does such a good job at um, and, and I keep threatening, by the way, to uh, we're, we're going to do a Patreon one day where I'm going to sit down with Andrea. We're going to do the rest of the story with Drew Breezy. The rest of the story. Uh, and we're going to have Andrea tell us the, the tale of how she got into her interest with true crime, particularly with missing persons, because those are pretty tough cases, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I, I think that uh, any time that there is a third party involved, like uh, Jim Terry, uh, we also had, uh, what's his name, Hanson, uh, the guy from, not not Hanson, the, the uh, 80s rock. He was the rock investigative. Duo. He was the investigative private. reporter. It wasn't private. Yeah, that's oh, what it is. I'm sorry. He was the investigative producer. He didn't want to be That's called an invest. He didn't want to be called a private <laughs> investigator. Uh, and he was. Uh, which case was that? It was. Um, I know he was Delphi writing a book case. about oh, it. It was Delphi. It was a Delphi case. <laughs> I think that yeah. YouTube's up to like fifty-one thousand views or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Those those are two of the more productive ones. Like when we have somebody on for everyone to hate, and for us to kind of silently make fun of or engage in the conversation with. Uh, I, I think uh, it, it just enhances, you know, it's like the salt to your wonderful stew that you make every week. But uh, I, I would say that was probably one of my favorite episodes, not, not just because I was on it. I mean, certainly that helped <laughs> that helped that helped to put it in the right column. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I would say that that was one of the, the better ones. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah, your yeah. jars of feet is probably one of the more uh, popular ones on YouTube. I kind of I've Which got one that was here right to now? highlight for tonight, actually. Which one Stars was it? Um, Gosnell, Howard Gosnell, oh, uh, or yeah. Kermit, Kermit Gosnell, the abortionist that was actually a serial killer. Oh yeah, Howard was his uh, younger Rose. brother. Howard was his younger brother, and he was a dentist. Kermit was the uh, the abortionist. Howard, <laughs> Howard, Howard, you're thinking of Howard Cosell, the uh, the, <laughs> the 70s sports announcer. <laughs> Same, yeah, wasn't same. he? Uh, wasn't wasn't he kicked off the air for saying like, yeah, Look he at said that little monkey run or something like yes, that. Yes, he did. And they got yeah, for but, racism. But, 
They got him for racism. Yeah, I think that's how they framed it. But uh, yeah, I, but he was literally just talking about a football player running with a football. I mean, they, yeah, it's I, always what they make it into that that's so offensive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like they look at you like, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the dude, racist. there are kids that just like there are kids and adults alike that just have monkey features. You know, like my middle child, he's like a monkey. He's I don't think that's what he shit. meant. Oh, I don't think Howard Cassell was being racist. No, he wasn't. Yeah, I, I could. Tell I you think this, he was. Though. I think the guy was. I, I think he was genuinely like. I, 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 I don't think he was. He was yeah, just. I yeah, was I mean, like, he was riffing. Look at that he was little like... monkey run because he was doing all the, <laughs> you know, the juking and jiving, uh, juking right. out other players and all these other things. I, I don't think he was trying to be racist. Yeah, here's a here's another little secret. Uh, Jackson, my stepson, is also known as Monkey. I, I yeah. call him monkey. That's I call my like I call nickname. my August yeah. monkey. Yeah, yeah. I call I him call monkey. Turd buckets. Oh, well, that escalated quickly. My CPS might want to get involved on that one. <laughs> I call mine pieces of shit all day long. <laughs> right? Come here, you piece of shit. Only when um, I'm beating them. Yeah, only after I've had a few glasses of wine, I call him. <laughs> um, no, but I call my uh, I call my youngest uh, fat boy. Because he's the runt, he's the smallest, so I call him Fat Boy, and I and I do it in public, like quiet. I'll be like, "Yo, Fat Boy, come here!" Like, inevitably, there'll be somebody fat around, and they'll be like, "What?" <laughs> like, ah, shit, not you, <laughs> the, the little kid that's not fat. Um, speaking of which, that happened like yesterday, and I don't want to say where it happened because some people might might listen to this, but um, I will say this: that why do you f- <sighs> Golden Corral? Well, sure, but. I it's okay to be big bone and fat like there's not yeah I mean it's big not bone. ideal right like I mean we, we've all been there I'm not fucking I'm, I'm pretty fat at this point um in my lifetime but like I don't like it when fat people act fat mm. like when you know you're fat and then they they ring the bell and for you like Adult Swim and they like you're the fattest one and you're the first one out of the pool yelling ice cream and like running past <laughs> all the kids to be first for the ice cream like, like as a parent man. I'm gonna be like look dude like don't allow you like I get it your kid's fat but like let's not allow him to like celebrate like, like son you gotta tone that down a little bit <laughs> I've got uh, I, I do have an issue I do like I'm a regular human I, I've uh, I've gone to Walmart before either Walmart or Target uh, but the, the people on the carts are getting a little out of control. Like the what? it's, you know, the people on the uh, like on the hover rounds that, that cruise <laughs> up and down the aisle. Jazzies, like, yeah, the jazzies. They, they're getting a little yes. to me. They're getting out of control. Like as in, um, you know, like when you throw a pass over the middle, Eric or Andrea. Andrea, you can explain this better than me, probably. When you throw a pass over the middle and the linebacker nails you. Uh, but the the uh, the ball hits the referee. Mm-hmm. The referee is like, "Hey, I'm part of the field. Like you can't you can't yeah. complain that I was in the way because I'm right. part of the field." It's the same with the hover rounds and the jazzies. It, 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 you, you can't like say. It, it, in other words, if you were walking, would you intimidate me out of the way, like <laughs> you do with your uh, motorized uh, fat mobile, or would you just like? politely <laughs> allow me to way. pass through yeah like we're both looking at salad tongs and and you know and bamboo uh salad bowls like you don't own this aisle just because you've let yourself they don't you know, call them pap- they don't call them bamboo salad bowls that to them is an ice cream dish <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, can I say that? Can I say that I fully miss all the? Maybe I just don't watch TV anymore. Like you know, like TV that has actual commercials. But I fully, fully miss the jazzy commercials because inevitably someone's at the Grand Canyon. Do you remember those? <laughs> They're like on the top of the Dude. Grand Canyon, just like, Meh. oh, that was around, I think. You want to hear the best jazzy story of all time? Yes. Yeah. Dude, my uncle, Vietnam veteran, uh, had the diabetes. He's dead now. Other oh, diabetes. Uh, rest in peace. But uh, rest in pieces. Uh, but he lost his leg to the diabetes yeah, yeah. is that and the so, one that the, is that the uncle that had fake legs but real feet no he just had no <laughs> fucking legs okay he had nothing sorry so he he used one of those little hover around things well they were visiting like some family and he decides he's going to take his little hover thing out of the house and down the road to a fast food joint and he breaks down in the drive-thru it's so he calls triple a Triple A shows up with a wrecker, but it's a flatbed wrecker. And so they load this fucking thing up onto the flatbed wrecker and they strap it down and they tow it. So going down the road, he's sitting in the van with me. And in the going down the road is this massive wrecker truck with this tiny little fat mobile strapped like down a, to it. Like a one-man parade. I was like, Did they tell, hey, sir, you're going to have to put your basket up so Triple A can, can identify where you are? <laughs> oh my gosh dude oh it's so funny it's so oh bad God. yeah dude those fat mobiles kill me but yeah tell, if you got fat kids you got fat kids but don't allow them to you know like you gotta have those talks like hey son like listen you know you don't have to be the first one to the ice cream cooler on break you know you can yeah you look know, you know don't don't bit. bust through the the uh cement wall like the kool-aid man there's gonna be plenty of ice cream left you, like you might you might not get the first uh you know uh ice cream sandwich but right you're gonna right. get one you're I not mean, they're just, not gonna run out of ice cream for you bud like just like tone it down a little bit is there any true crime stories that started out with uh with fat the jazzy do we have any do we have any obese true crime stories obese um that we've covered? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Everybody's been kind of fit and wily. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe like, don't be fit and wily, and you won't get serial murdered. Like maybe you just know, get really or you won't be the murderer. And, yeah. Well, think about it. If you're if you're nimble, you can stick and move a little bit better. I mean, you're probably not gonna, you know, get yeah. captured. I guess. Why are they going after? Yeah. You know, all these skinny people. They should be like. No, I was thinking. Out. I wasn't thinking victims. Oh. Uh oh. Who's here? What? Somebody's Wait, at the door. What? Somebody's Someone's at the here. Door? Oh my goodness! It's oh, second is Mike is muted. It's Johnny. Unmuted. Try it again, Mike. Uh, John. Jonathan, <laughs> your, your poor, your poor Mike is muted, John. Uh, Johnny uh, from the Bronx. Um, what I, was your I favorite? Muted it, and you guys kept muting it. My yeah, favorite I was doing that. Thank you, Drew. My favorite night shift, uh, and actually, Eric, you'll be interested. I, I saw an update on this in the news just today. Oh, um, there's oh. an update in one of your favorite cases, Nutty Putty Cave Death. He's Ooh. alive. Uh uh <laughs> Stop. He's alive. But he's running out of oxygen. He only has 45. He, he only has minutes to live, but he's been <laughs> suffering this whole time. My my favorite my favorite Andre. <laughs> My favorite Andrea show <laughs> makes me want to vomit. Oh. My favorite Andrea show was actually just from a few weeks ago when she did the boys on the train because I saw that on an Unsolved Mysteries episode, Ooh. 
And the the ending of it was just the guy who like shot at the cop and, dro- and drove away. And then when Andrea and Eric were doing that show, I'm like, man, they they kind of got through that one quick. And then it was two more hours, and it ended up with Bill Clinton whacked those kids. That was an amazing episode. <laughs> yeah, that was there were some twists and turns in that one. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> one to me, that one is probably my favorite case. Uh, Sorry, so I didn't mean to steal it from you, Tansy. It really was. It was like one of my favorite cases, and I feel like now I do believe. Like your poster says, I want to believe. I now believe that the Clintons literally like it's not They're a murderers. joke anymore they have fucking murdered people <laughs> i am thoroughly convinced that that's true and i'm not kidding and that is terrifying it was all fun and jovial and i enjoyed the memes but now i'm like oh my god yeah you, you, yeah I mean, abby oh. just was in the chats and said um the tarp which if you didn't listen to that case guys go back and listen you may want to slow it down and listen or listen in segments take <laughs> notes there's a lot uh there's a whole lot of twists and turns in fact I should have taken two or three episodes to cover it, to be fair. But uh, when she said the tarp, one of the reels that we put up from that show was just a little clip where I'm looking at Eric and I'm telling him what this guy said to his girlfriend as they were getting in a car. And it was just basically, you know, it kind of looks silly and dramatic. So I'm saying, and he tells her, you know, go home and shower immediately. And he threw something in the car and it says, you know, the thing he threw in the car, the green tarp. And Eric's like, what? Because it ties a lot of things together. <laughs> well, that reel y'all took off and has been seen like thousands and thousands. Of, but the people who were seeing it had no idea any context. <laughs> so the comments on it were like, what's wrong with what's that tarp? The- what's tar. in the fucking tarp? <laughs> yeah, somebody on YouTube the other day said that. Like, uh, I, there is no context to this whatsoever. And I'm like, yes, that's the idea. So you could go back. And you should just write back. Like, I'm going to go in, back buddy. and just Real comment game. on that. And just comment like the twist is that the Clintons killed people. Go watch the episode. Do you, do you, right, right. We have evidence. Do you want me to do my Eric? Uh, no, it's doing good. It'll get taken down. You have a, Eric, hmm? you have an Eric Tanzi impersonation. This is my Eric Tanzi impersonation. Yeah. Right? Uh, the, the boys. Uh, hold on a second. I gotta get Let's go, baby. Hey. The boys in the train is Andrea's favorite episode when she was in high school. <laughs> yeah but it meant something totally different anyway ghost bed <laughs> that was like if That's pretty good. why are you winking if at? eric and joe pesci had a baby <laughs> <laughs> they have uh i watched we John. watched city slickers last night and i told my wife like she'd never seen it and i was like dude you gotta watch city slickers like one of my favorite movies growing up and like we got like 30 minutes into the movie and she was like this explains so much about you I don't know what that means. I haven't seen that in 30 years, I think. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, John, I'm taking up all your time, like I usually do on Thursday nights. Uh, Will Cray's on the line. You guys want to talk to Will? Yeah, frick yeah, dude. Will, go ahead. Willie boy. Well, you hear me? Yeah, Will. uh, By the way, I meant no offense. If you ride around the Walmart, you're definitely exempt from this. (laughs) Well, I'm... Well, John assigned me to El Loro, so I'm I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> That's a Mexican I restaurant mean, he works at in New Hope, Minnesota. <laughs> yes, totally. Totally I worked at it. Oh, oh, oh hey God, guys. It's Craigers. Craigers. Wow. Cash Craigs is dropping $100 oh, in the geez. Super Chat for old time's sake. Sorry I haven't been around, been busy with life. He ran out of that lottery money. Tansy, <laughs> do not know how you do it, brother. Cheers and congrats. Here's to many more years. Dude, Craigers, thank, thank you, you so Craig. much for always being this. 
Love you. One of the uh, OGs there, Craig Craigers. Like Thank you. Will Craig, you're still on the line. The uh, you're, on. you're still important to yeah. us. Will Craig, what was your favorite Night Shift episode? Hmm. I got two. Okay. It's going to be the Dylan round because yes. everybody's least favorite man. <laughs> right. And then uh, the Murdoch stuff. That was really okay. interesting and seeing how corrupt things get it's completely Great wild point. it is that, that is wild i forgot about the murdoch breakdown that yes. was a three-part series it was a really good series three-parter um yeah that was a really good one that is a greatest case what are you looking forward to for the next year of night shift uh all the shenanigans and the m- new interesting cases that you guys are gonna give us I'm really oh, well excited said. for those. Well said. Well yeah. spoken. And Thank you. It was you, good Will to meet Craig. you guys. What, John, did you so... have something? Go ahead, Andrea. Yeah, you. Yeah. No, I was going to say it was nice to meet you, Will. For people who don't know, Will was at our last meetup. So we all got to um, see him in person and say hey. Yeah, didn't he fly in from like, where is yeah, he from? Like Wyoming or some shit? Minnesota. Minnesota. Literally. He lives in I'm New Hope, Minnesota. Minnesota, and he he works at the El Loro Mexican restaurant. Why are restaurant we boxing there. me, John? <laughs> at six well, seven he one and, nine. He and TJR, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> met on the airplane. They the met yeah, on the airplane for the meetup. Yeah, Cold we met Lake up Minnesota. on the airplane. We're sitting in the back row, and all of a sudden, uh, some guy looks over at me. He's like, "Hey, are you Will?" And I was like, "Yeah," and. <laughs> The rest is history. You guys made out, dude. Yeah, right. Uh, they well, no comment. Mile, mile <laughs> high club. But listen, that's uh, that's how the wolf pack rolls. I mean, you, you know, you recognize wolves is. tend to, you know, they they go off a scent, and that's what happened on that plane. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, TJR was sniffing your crotch, and you're like, yeah, I'm wolf pack, and he was like, I can smell that. And uh, yeah, we went full PSA on each other. <laughs> well, hey, Will Craig, you've always been a loyal and faithful fan, and for that we appreciate. And you will, you will get many blessings in this cult. Um, you have earned your way um, to many, many blessings and riches in the afterlife. When we all take our lives on the show for the next comet that's coming by, you'll get lots of riches. So keep up the good work. Wait, wait! Oh. I thought the number one rule about cults is not saying it's a cult. Yeah. No, that's Fight Club. We it's call a spiritual a experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, we affirm that this is a cult. This is 100% a cult. Cults yeah. have lots of sex and lots of money in it. That's what we're. That's what I'm here yeah. for. That's, yeah, that's our goal. Oh my God! Somebody's oh my gosh. impatient. Oh, uh, oh, Will, thanks for calling. Whoa, Deadleg himself, the man with all the missing bones in his leg that Andrea probably has in a Ziploc bag at her house. How are you doing, <laughs> Deadleg? You are the man behind Black the West. scenes. You and uh, Elijah always doing the uh, fact-checking, producing, pictures, all that stuff, man. Uh, what was your favorite episode? I know. The one we made fun of all the jazzy scooters was a really good one. <laughs> because I'll be having jazzy scooters in the future. So. Oh, no, the, gonna... the, yeah, but the you're not off... fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, not, you're not fat on the jazzy scooters. I can't. I, I just don't eat. The uh, the Murdoch one was really – that one because it, it was one of those ones where you're like, there's no way it gets this deep. And then it just gets a little deeper. Then you're like, okay, there's no way it gets this deep. 
this is going to be the end of it. And it just keeps going. It just keeps going. It keeps going. You're like, yeah, I don't want to live in this country anymore. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> that's dark. I'm yeah, not sure so that's I a weird. <laughs> I, I suppose I should uh, clarify. I, I'm not talking about Dad, are you guys gonna, like go yeah, to I'm the not... Grand Canyon? Do you have aspirations for that? <laughs> right. I'm not talking about guy. Well, he lives there, but I, I'm not talking about guys like you, Dead Like with. Uh, I, I'm talking about the the big people like the twins on the mopeds, those big people like that are, that are on the hover rounds. You know, hogging up all the all Walmart aisles. You're more than welcome to hog up the wall the Walmart aisle. In fact, I'll push you on that hover round. <laughs> yeah, it's the ones that you know are in there because they were fat and lazy and didn't get a hold of the diseases that they had. Uh, but when you see like a dude that's like, you know, has spinal bifida or a dead leg, you know what I mean? It's like, you kind of, I mean, you give it, you just make fun of them in your, your brain. You don't do it out loud. Like the fat yeah. ones, the fat ones, yeah. you tell the jokes out loud. Um, the really handicapped ones, you keep those jokes internalized. Yeah. Cause the, the, how I got my, the injury, the, how I have it isn't like it's, I climbed over a fence and I broke my leg. It's nothing crazy. But the aftermath was that I've had is just astronomical. So they told me when I was in the hospital that I should always have a good story for it. So way back when I first got out of the hospital, I was in line with my wife, funny, at Walmart. I was in my wheelchair at the time. And the lady asked me what happened to my leg because I had a big fixator and all this stuff on. I explained to her that I got attacked by a bear. And she said, no way. My son did too. And then she went <laughs> on to this 20-minute long story about how her son got attacked by a bear and survived and then i had to look this woman in the face and tell her i made all mine up i climbed over oh. fence and went back to the sea. Like, you should have just foolish. dug in dude just yeah with it. yeah and you're yeah. like did that bear have one eye because my bear had one eye and then like maybe she was like yeah it did have one eye and you're like oh my god that's the bear that got me yeah then well i told her that mine stiffed a little bit of cocaine so ah uh, the old cocaine bear reference i love it bear. listen i think we have hydro man hey, blue somebody? on the line yeah. Hydro, come on the line. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing? Oh, I'm doing What's good. up, Hydro? Hey, hey, hey. Happy anniversary. It's been one year. This is awesome to see how y'all have just grown and just blossomed into this wonderful podcast. You have a great podcast voice, Hydro Man. I didn't realize this when I met you in real life at the Wilmington meetup almost a year ago. I didn't realize you had a, such a great podcast voice. Well, Hydro Man, is, he's you. responsible. Yeah, he's responsible for some of the very early Com Center voicemails, and they're wonderful. He's got a great <laughs> voice. I might hey, need Hydro Man to do some things of my book. How are you? <laughs> Uh, I've been good. You know, it's funny. Uh, we mentioned some of the early ad reads, and you know, I was kind of being funny talking about the flagpole, right? Well, last night the storm came through my area, the general Wilmington area, and a bolt of lightning hit my actual flagpole and nearly blinded me and scared the crap out of me. Oh, it gosh. was I, was I was like I've jinxed myself. Something <laughs> actually happened to my flagpole now. 
That, well, I'm that glad you're actually, all right. That's an unbelievable story. That's an awesome story. That's how I want to be blinded. General Wilmington, by the way. I want to be blinded that way. Um, what did looking, you, what did at you the, say, looking at Old Glory with lightning just... Well, Hydra Man, what was your favorite show? What was your favorite true crime episode? Um, I, I probably got to say the Murdoch murders, too. It's just that little kind of pocket of corruption in a particular county, you know, with like tendrils so deep inside. It's just fascinating oh, yeah. for me to unravel and i think there's still there, there's something else there you know yeah yeah there's I'm more like to that the, story coming i'm sure you think there's more bodies is that what you is that what you're alluding to i'm not saying there aren't more bodies <laughs> but there's definitely more to more to the plot there mm. for sure uh, and Hydraman, you do realize we're not talking yeah. about your Yeah, that one was wild freezer. and it's um ever changing. You know, he's still going through all of his different um he's still going through all the stuff. There were so many uh fraudulent charges like the his the monetary charges that um <clears throat> that's taken taken over everything else, all of his extra free time and any money he had's gone at this point now. But yeah, that one had uh, roots all the way back to his dad and potentially his dad before him. So and then, and who else, you know, that would might have been parallel with them or on the periphery, you know, swimming in those same circles. So, yeah, that was a wild one. Um, we'll have to, a lot of people have commented on that one. We'll have to maybe, uh, you know, go back and put some more links to that just to go back and refresh yourselves. But that was a crazy story. That was three-parter, and we enjoyed that a lot. Thank you for listening, Hydro, and thank you for calling in. I keep thinking I might bump into you sometime or See there? Oh, he said. Yeah, he said yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah thanks, thanks for thanks for having me. It's been awesome. I appreciate y'all and everything you do. Y'all have a great episode. All right, Adrian, we'll get a cigar together right. down in Wilmington next time I'm down there, buddy. Thank you so much. Um, he was really cool. He was one of those guys that we met at one of our very first meetups in Wilmington. Almost, we didn't know who he was. And you know what? He looked. I, I always thought Hydroman Blue was going to be like some 17 or 18 year old. You know what I mean? And I was blown away when he was not a 17 or 18 year old. I was like, I don't know. I, I just like for some reason, um, you popped to my mind. Is Sarah Kelch, has Sarah Kelch even tried to call yet? I figured she'd be one of the callers. No, she's not trying for some reason. I think this is her big chance. And for whatever reason, she's blowing it. I don't know why. I know she had a she had a chance. Michael Hendrick says Wilmington is nice. Is that where the USS North Carolina is more? Yeah. It is, and I went on that ship. Very fascinating ship. It is. Very it's fascinating. A really cool a lot tour. It's downtown yeah. on the Cape Fear River. And I didn't know anything about the Navy until I got on that ship, and then I was like, "Yo, this is intense! Like so many guns and the living quarters." I don't know what I thought a Navy ship was gonna look like. But it wasn't that, and I was forever it's thankful that town. I joined the Army and not the Navy, because that looks fucking terrible. Sarah Kelch says she's too nervous. Get out of town, Sarah. We want to hear that beautiful Russian accent of yours. Uh, <laughs> Detslav Act Man Carry, I, I feel like Here, you should come on just to... Uh, you should call. What? What you got? You got somebody on the line? Yep, no, I no, got no, no. I was going to say, well, we're kind of waiting on some callers. Oh, Okay. 
And I also got another call. Robosco, you go ahead. From? James Russell. Oh, we got James Russell instead. I somehow hung up on Bosco. Sorry, Bosco. <laughs> James, go ahead. I think James hung up too. I'll call somebody back. I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Uh, Andrea, do you have something okay. on your show gonna... tonight? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say... Uh, you know, when we have a little bit of downtime between calls and topics here, I was going to remind you guys of some of our cases that were a little a little nutty. We had, do you guys remember Robert Hansen? You may not remember his name, but he was the butcher baker. And he would wait oh, yeah. for his wife to go out of town. And he would find... And then he would set them out. They would be nude. He would set them out to run. And he made it a sport of hunting them. Um, finally, the last the last woman broke free. And that's how he was eventually captured and convicted of, of four counts of first degree murder. Um, but he killed between 17 and 21 women. Uh, there were multiple movies and uh, <clears throat> shows, articles and everything written about him. But that was a crazy story. If you guys didn't listen to it, you definitely want to go back and... Uh, Listen to that one. We got anybody got anybody on, John? We got Bosco no. on. Yeah, Bosco, go ahead. Is Bosco back? I'm back. I'm back. What's hey, going Bosco? on? Bosco? Bosco. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? Um thank you. One thing I was gonna yeah, happy anniversary, Andrea. Let me turn my TV down. Okay. Um one thing I was gonna say about the case in Arkansas, there was a term that I heard from another podcast years ago called Arkansas. <laughs> oh. It's where, yeah, yeah, it's all all wrapped up in the Clintons. Look into that. Um, but other than that, that's all I got. And, hey, hey you, just, uh, you, you started your own podcast, um, and it uh, follows the Allman Brothers band, if I'm correct. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think it's and, named uh, where, after, where can they, right? Where can they find that podcast? It's on Spotify, iHeart, and Google Podcast. What's the name of it? The Forever Road Podcast. Forever Road Podcast. All right, man. Thanks, Bosco. You've been with yep. us uh, since day one, pretty much. A day one listener, yep. if I remember. And, and uh, we just appreciate all the stuff that you bring, all the banter. It's always fun, and uh, we can always count on you. And you know, it's it's like you're like one of those home cooked meals. You know what I mean? It's like when you see, you know, when you come home to a home cooked meal, you know everything's gonna be all right. When we start a show and Bosco's already in the chat, you know it's gonna be all right. Bosco, what, oh yeah, what I'm of, here for the long haul. Hey, hey, Bosco. Yeah. What part of Massachusetts are you from? <laughs> um, South Boston, South. Virginia. <laughs> So, okay. Very good. Below the, below the MDL. Uh, no. I always, I was always gonna mess with them and say like, you have that podcast that follows the Hanson brothers. What was the name of that? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, hey, Bosco, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we've got a lot more coming in the next year. Oh, Lots of thanks cool for stuff. calling, Bosco. We appreciate you, buddy. Oh, yeah. Enjoy. Much love, y'all. Much love.
Much we'll love. Enjoy Bosco's uh, podcast that follows the uh, Jonas Brothers. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> what was another case, Andre? What was another case that we covered that was uh, – are we, we going to talk about the, uh, the, the first case you ever did? So oh, oh, we're definitely going to talk about that. So Ricky Casso, though. So remember him? He was that. Yeah, Ricky. There's a little delay with all of us on here, I guess. I clearly I don't know how technology works. I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. Uh, Ricky Casso was the one that they coined the Acid King. Remember, he was the dude with the wild eyes and the dope hair with the ACDC shirt that they like associated with the satanic this music uh caused him to you know go crazy and do these things but he and his buddies were around a campfire and they beat the other for his mugshot and all the shots of him like walking into prison he was so wild eyed do you remember that one yeah that's yeah, that was awesome yeah that was awesome because they were on like yeah Ooh, yeah that was crazy um abby ellsworth in the uh, chat, so she has the podcast called On Being a Police Officer. I, I, I've been a guest on that as well as Andrea, and I believe Deadleg's been on there as well. Um, she says she loves the Hanson Brothers. Uh, they're still making music. Um, just found that out the other day. They don't look anything like they used to. Just because all. they cut their bowl cuts, and I think they're still singing Mbop. Uh, it mm. looks like James Russell is on the line. Okay. James, Hanson Brothers. What's up, James? Good evening. <laughs> Nothing happening here. I just called to wish you a happy birthday. Thanks. Where's what is that accent? New Jersey? Thank you. Pacific Northwest. What's that? What is, where is it? Oh, okay. Pacific oh, by Abby. Northwest. Okay, Pacific Northwest. Um, so we got you coming in from Portland. What was your favorite true crime episode? My favorite was two girls on the bridge. Oh, the Delphi. Delphi case. That's probably about oh, right in your neck of the woods. Then. Yeah. That one stuck with me after well, raising my end. daughter. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a tough one, isn't it? Um, especially yeah. just that hair raising, bone chilling audio. Um, that yeah. was, Ugh. gosh, man. It's, it's, yeah. That's a hard one. The Delphi case is so hard to. You know, but yeah, that's what that's what draws people to true crime is cases. That one's still like close that. to I think everyone. Anyway, you have a fabulous day. <laughs> we have Go someone strong in- for a new year. All right, brother. Thank you so much, James. And we'll appreciate you guys. Um <laughs> definitely Jim Terry. Guess he was back. Look, Jim Terry, if you're in the chats, brother, give us a call. <laughs> we'll take your call. That would be epic. It would make this night incredible. <laughs> uh, Cupcakes came in and says, Lord, I thought he was about to say two girls, one cup. <laughs> yeah, so so did I. I, I did too. Um, uh, we're, yeah, you guys are all fucked up. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, what's yeah. Uh, what's uh, two girls, one cup? Was that a, was a children's <laughs> movie, wasn't it? Um, it's a Google Edge Room. <laughs> I, I um, so another before... one we had, guys, this one wasn't as... Uh, This one isn't as um, crazy as some, but Debbie Collier, this one still like sticks with me because I can't, I just still don't know how it lands with me, but she was the lady in Athens, Georgia, the mom 
like in her 50s that was found. She was like dressed to go to the Georgia game that day. Her husband was running the parking lot, doing that as a side job. And she got in her car, her SUV, drove down. This was just a few months ago. Uh, drove about an hour away to a Dollar General, got a bunch of things, but her supplies were like mm. tarp, uh, torch, like all sorts of things like that. And they found her, uh, like she left there as though she was going toward like back home, but was not near back home yet and was found like near a wood line off the road, almost completely nude. And so then it looked like murder. If you remember, she had left a Venmo text message. Like, so when you send or receive a payment on Venmo, you can actually attach like a notation with it. And she sent her daughter a very specific amount of money. I forget what it was, like 2000 600 whatever. Um, that money was almost identical to what the daughter's boyfriends needed for like probationary costs. And she sent the daughter a note that said something along the lines of, um, the key is under the blue vase on the front porch. They they've kidnapped me. Like I love you. They won't let me go or something very bizarre. And then uh, she's found dead, but she's found dead clutching a tree and almost completely nude with a singed belly. This sounded so strange. Well, it came back actually. Well, initially it was like no doubt about it. Foul play. Suicide was not even. Um, on the on the books i see that mike is on the line i'll wrap this up but ultimately they did emmy did come back to say that it was suicide and that she had inhaled these superheated gases which is a method of suicide uh and maybe the singed belly was a byproduct of something that she did on accident I, the fact that she was nude i don't know the whole thing was bizarre you can let us know what you think about that one but go ahead yeah, Micah. I'm, still, I'm still not convinced that that one's suicide i agree Okay, you're on the line. Go ahead. Hey guys, I'm I'm at work, so I'm not sure if you discussed uh, Dennis Nilsson yet. Uh, the guy I'm from not London. Yeah, but he's or, in my list. Yeah, it's one of my favorite ones. It makes me feel better about myself and my issues. So thank you for that. Appreciate the. Which one was uh, the Dennis Nelson one? one? Micah, what was the Dennis Nelson one? I, I can't remember that one. He was the one who kept the courses. Uh, he's the one who like buried people in the floor. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then he would unbury them. And and yeah, I do remember that one. Oh, Dress them, bathe them, sing to them. Sunshine, <laughs> my only sunshine. Isn't that the song he's singing in the bathtub, uh, Andrea? He sang You Are My Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, what a creepy dude. Um, well, we appreciate you calling in, Micah. Yeah. Uh, where are you? Uh, where are you from, Micah? What part of the world? Uh, southwestern uh, United States. Southwestern United Western. States. I'm going to go ahead and guess with that accent that he's got right there. I'm going to say Texas. I'm going to go with Western New York. But listen, Micah, <laughs> Micah does not um, appreciate you calling him creepy like you just did. I was talking about the guy in London being creepy. <laughs> ah, dang it. I hate Drew so much. I'm sorry, Micah. I'm sorry for Drew's behavior tonight. Uh, thanks for being a, a follower, Micah. Thanks for listening in. Dude, <laughs> I hope you have a safe, wonderful night. Um, uh, All right. Thanks, guys. Happy yeah. anniversary. What do we got next?
There's nobody there right now. So I'll, I'll get somebody in the Thank line. you. Thanks for calling, Micah. Um, uh, Andrea's delay in the line is or literally... No, keep talking. no your, your delay is like 30 seconds. We can see your lips moving, but we are only catching every Alrighty. other Yeah, word. so we'll go on to that one. Dennis Nielsen, uh, he... Can you guys hear her or is it just my audio? Well, no, it's the delay. Nielsen was coined the British Jeffrey Dahmer. So he was the one who would take. Oh. Well, what's what's going on now? Okay, you guys talk. Oh no! She's thirty seconds ago. We identified an audio issue, and she's just now getting to it. So because it's delayed, uh, I, I think we've identified also another issue with her laptop uh, because of we, we were working on it today, so it probably slowed it down. So you oh, can blame me it. for that. I got we got Abby on the line. Let's see what Abby's. I'm just letting you guys talk. Abby, go ahead. Hey guys. Hey guys. Can you hear me? Of course, yeah. we can hear you, Abby. You sound awesome. How are you doing hey, Abby. Good. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Thank you, Abby. What was your favorite true crime episode? Say, well, I really like the boys on the tracks. I, um, I remember them in terms of stories and not names. So right. I, I know you connected the Del Delphi back to another crime, correct? The two girls. And the Stevenson case in Kentucky, yeah, possibly. Yeah, so well, yeah. That one, um, the boy who, I mean, this is, it's hard to say this is my favorite, but the poor child that was tortured and had his bones broken. Oh, that my That one goodness. really, really, really Ooh. sticks with me. Another one of mine. Yeah. Yeah, that bone and breaker then one. I don't, re yeah. And then the, there was one where we talked forever about the, girl and why she left her purse i i, I oh yeah the I south carolina girl dale dinwiddie yeah right so this, this those are the, I, those parts are what stick with me are those stories like why would she leave her purse and we go on and on about why would she leave her purse so um right. i also want to say thank you andrea for letting me be on is girls night it was an honor and we will I, definitely be doing that again and I, I just want to say, as I already said, that I saw, got to see how much work you do, how much research you do. So congratulations on this wonderful anniversary. Thanks, Abby. And you have a podcast called Thank On Being you. a Police Officer. Thank Where you, can Abby. we find your podcast at? <laughs> Thank you, Eric. So, Eric, I have interviewed you, Drew, about 10 times. I've interviewed John. <laughs> I've done hard time with John. There's an episode coming up with Josh uh, for Patreon, right, Josh? And yes, uh, I'm on all podcasts, so Apple, Spotify, Google, everywhere. And and you guys, I'm telling you, you guys are the reason I keep going because you support me like no one else. I appreciate you like no one else, and I thank you. Oh, well, cheers to you, Abby. We're always big fans. We're, we're big Abby fans. So, uh, anytime. Oh, uh, well, thank you, you know, Abby. Love you guys. Love so you guys. Really All right. Have a guys. great night. Have a great night, Abby. 
Have um, a great show. Love you, Abby. Thank you. Thank you. And Ab Abby's from 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 the uh, Pacific Northwest as well. Well, cur currently resides there. She I, is. I think. Yeah, I, I think she she's is. a Pennsylvania mm. product mm. from New York, right? But she, I think she's from Pennsylvania. She lived in. Okay. Uh, she's lived in the big, you know, New York City and L.A. and everywhere else. If you listen to her <clears throat> most uh, recent episode, she uh -huh. interviews a, a cop that was. Uh, he was. I can't. Remember, I, I want to say his name is Nico Lisi, but I know that that is the guy from that you're missing guy. But uh, it's something like that, Nico Nako or something. And uh, he was a cop in New York and L.A. And it's a it's a great yeah, episode. You should really. Yeah, you should listen to her. Oh, Nako. Uh, yeah, no, it was Nako, the cop <clears throat> out in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just can't remember his name. I'm bad with that. What was uh, what was another favorite memorable case? It's Andrea? Nako. You're right. Um, so, do you guys remember Richard Chase? He was the vampire of Sacramento. This was another serial case. Uh, he was the one that as time went on, he said that his blood was turning to powder. Uh, there was like a yeah. whole rabbit's blood situation. And he thought his own blood was turning to powder. And so he had to drink the blood of other people to basically maintain his um, health and, and being alive. And he wound up eating the organs of and draining the blood of multiple people uh, before he was eventually caught and oh, 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 imprisoned. But it was very uh, uh, oh, gross. That was gross. Yeah, that's a gross case. Uh, we got Lasro Lopez on the line. Know. Here we go. What do we got, Lasro? yeah, brother. What's going on, y'all? What's up, Lasro? <laughs> How are hello. you tonight? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Hey, I want to start off with a uh, a Jim Terry impression. You guys ready for that? Always. Always ready for a Jim Terry impersonation. Hey, Lasro. Jim Terry, what's his name? Is that his name? Anyways, here it is. You guys ready? You're okay. And Andrea is a stay-at-home mom. Head does podcast. Let's go. <laughs> and you're gay. <laughs> pretty good. No, pretty good. That was, <laughs> that was pretty spot on. Lazar, Lazar, what was your favorite? Yep. What was your favorite true crime episode? Well, uh, what's her name just brought up? That's the, right. Uh, the two kids on the track and the CIA and everything that went crazy with that. That's that's exactly it. Yeah, right? It's a crazy that's... case. Lazar, I have man, a question that was, that was for you. Cool, man. Uh -oh. I got a question yeah, for you. Oh yeah. Uh, Sarah Kelch is yeah, in the, the boys on the track. To stop talking to her husband, he's mine. Um, what are the chances that you and Sarah Kelch ever meet in real life? And if you did meet in real life, the chances that sparks would fly. We got to build a, a a ghost bed fort, so that's in the <laughs> in the works. You know, she's doing mermaid shit, which that's kind of cool now because I just took like a shitload of mushrooms and I was gonna jump in the Pacific Ocean to find that submarine. I heard there's some big booty Latinas on that thing. So I was thinking about doing that. But after that, me and Sarah can definitely build a, a ghost bed fort and like do some mermaid shit. Yeah. Yeah. Lasro, how did you get the name Lasro Lopez? 
So I, I started going to the last row of football games because I looked like a person that shouldn't really exist. So they, I went to the last row so I can kind of fit in at football games. And then I'll get really drunk and people will take videos of me. And then it kind of just went from there. And then you became a drinking bro mascot. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And you became a mascot on the famous drinking bros channel. And um, I've actually got to sit in the last row with you for two games. And uh, you're a sight to behold. You know, I get, I get that a lot. I'm not sure why, you know, <laughs> normal everyday looking dude. Sure. With a Hillary Clinton tattoo on the leg. That's and right. You do have, have a Hillary, a Hillary Clinton, Clinton tattoo on your leg. Yeah, when she was a little girl, which makes it even <laughs> more something. So it's, it's facing the outside of my leg. So it's not as bad as if it was looking on the inners. You know what I'm saying? Right. If it was rotated on my inner thigh, you know, something's going to be looking right back at it. But it's on the outside of my thigh. So we're, she... we're clean. That would be the only D she has seen in a very long time. <laughs> Definitely not Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lazaro, you have uh, you've been a staple on this show. You've been a brother since Drinking Bros. Um, I just always appreciate you. Can't wait to do some Patreon Lazaro wine show with you because um, wine dinners with Lazaro Lopez are the best. And so uh, more to come on that on the Patreon. I think we're going to do kind of like a wine dinner thing where and we'll just have wine and dinner on Patreon and we'll see what happens uh, as we talk about food and wine together. So um, anyway, there more more to see from Lasro Lopez in the next year. So we really appreciate you. Thank you, Lasro. Uh, we'll see you soon. Hey, can't wait for everything, man. Love you guys. Congrats on one year of night. You guys are all awesome. Uh, well, there's a picture of you on the YouTubes right now. <laughs> Thank you, Lasro. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh, see you later. Bye. Man, I'll tell you, going to a football game with that dude is it makes I, I don't like sports all that much, but I'll go to any sports game with Lasro Lopez. It is it's a, it's like a NASCAR, it's like a NASCAR race, but like only car accidents. That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> that sounds right. Sounds like a blast. That sounds right. Well, so do do you want to talk about our first case? Sure, go ahead. Our first show. Yeah, do you guys remember? So whoever was there um, for our very first show a year ago, um, and I, well, who am I kidding? I still don't know what I'm doing, but I absolutely didn't then either. Uh, and we covered Catherine Knight, who was uh, – a woman from Australia who was the first woman that Australian prisons put in life or put in prison for life. They had not yet done that with a woman. Uh, so Catherine was married multiple times. She had multiple dudes come in and out of her life. But as this was going on, she became, she went to work at um, a, essentially a butcher shop and loved it and held it in high esteem. And when she continued to kind of grow in the ranks there and get like better and better positions within this butcher shop, she got a set of knives um, gifted to her as, as part of her, um, you know, come up in, in the job. And she actually put those over her bed. Well, Catherine, I see David's on the line. We're going to let him, uh, David, hang out. Wait a second. I'm going to tell this story. But um, Catherine winds up having some violent issues with these men that she dated. She, there was more than 
than one like cast iron pan to the face kind of situation. Uh, a man who woke up her husband, um, she was not thrilled with the amount of times he wanted to consummate their marriage on their wedding night. She wanted more and woke up. He woke up with her on top of him wanting to put a knife in his chest. Um, but he stayed married to her as one does. And as time went on, he finally got a restraining order. He finally decided to leave the home. He came back one night for one more thing. And when he did, she was there waiting. And it was a horrible, horrible, uh, murder that took place that the guy tried to leave the upstairs bedroom down the stairs in the hallway the kitchen the front door eventually cops were called when his co-workers mentioned that he had not shown up to work but he had said that if something happened to him or if he didn't show up that he was concerned that she would do something violent so mm. the cops get there they see a bloody handprint on the door like he had made it that far they open the door uh to the kitchen and walk through there's blood everywhere they find uh this man's body on the floor uh it had been decapitated and it had been uh skinned he had no uh no skin on him now this was part of one of her jobs she had at the butcher shop so keep that in mind uh there was a bubbling pot on the stove uh, they were horrified to find that when they took the lid off, his head was inside it. And there were prepared plates on the counter from vegetables. His children were a little bit old. plan was to feed these uh, old ruse that she was trying to commit suicide. But the the part of the story where I think everyone always kind of gets, gets the shivers there is when the authorities are walking through the kitchen. She had a track system. Think of like a... a you know, think about how you would move a shower curtain or something if, if something was attached to, you know, the ceiling. And so you can like slide a curtain back and forth. Uh, and they saw a curtain that they had to walk past uh, to get to the rest of the room. And when they did, it was wet. And upon looking again, they realized that they are now covered in blood because that curtain was actually that man's skin. And yeah. when she, yes. And when she skinned him, um, I don't know if you've ever hunted or processed meat or skinned any kind of even small animal. It's not always the easiest and it's definitely not always the easiest to have it come off there in one piece. She skinned him almost in one whole piece, um, like face to feet, uh, did an exceptional job at that, but she had it hanging on this track system in the kitchen, uh, of her home. So that was our very, that's how we kicked off uh, this first year of Night Shift was with that story. She remains in prison in Australia. She goes by Nana and younger women come to her for advice. Yeah, so. old Nana. Come on, Nana. She must have been a freak. She was pretty ugly, but dudes were quick to get with her. So I bet you she yeah, was. Yeah, that a, was an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, somebody said we had David J on the line. Do we still have David J on the line or we lose him? Oh, go ahead, David. Oh, Jesus. So embarrassing. John caught me in the shower. I was listening to Drew's voice and everything. I this is really <laughs> I only call him when he's in the shower. <clears throat> J David J. What's up, I David? Good to meet you in person at the uh, meetup. You came all the way from Santiago. Um, uh, maybe my favorite uh, Air Force commander of all time. 
I'm just kidding, David. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite true crime episode? Oh, geez, there's there's so many out there. I mean, the Summerton Man was super fun with Andrea in the chats. Me and John just, you know, giving her a hard time, and you know, and then uh, what? Me and me and Andrea, we were chatting on Instagram early on about uh, the early Murdaugh murder, where the kid was found in the street, oh, yeah. and plausible theories of what had happened and how he did things and things like that. I mean, Night Shift just it just took off from there, and so many great cases and stuff, and. Uh, while we're talking about that, um, John, what what superpower would you go with if uh, if you had to choose a red or a blue pill? Um, yeah, gosh, I don't know. Um, I, I when I used to work out at the prison, I used to have this uh, insane idea of what it would be like if I could see someone in the prison yard I didn't like, and with my mind I could like flick them over the horizon. But then I realized there would be like a ring of corpses, right? Like in all directions around me, the same distance. So it would be really obvious for anyone to figure out that it was me using psychic powers to throw people over the horizon. And uh, I have to take medication because I had those thoughts. So that's what I would have had. <laughs> oh, Bosco says he was washing his Cleotha using the Manscaped 4.0. Now, Cleotha, that was one of the cases. Yes. Uh, a Cleotha, the Cleotha. Oh, yeah. Getting your Cleotha checked. What was that case? I can't remember. I just remember the assholes. That, that was the It was the that one. That was actually um, Eliza. Yes, it was Eliza. Eliza um, Hendricks. Is that right? She was the one in Memphis who was a mom of two young sons. Who had, she was a kindergarten Pleasure. teacher. She had gone out for a jog early in the morning, um, like four something in the morning, as she did oh, every day right. in Memphis. Right. Fletcher, yes. And Fucking this was recently, um, I would say in the yeah. past six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy yeah, jumped out of, in, in fact, there was um, footage from different, like security footage from different uh, stores and things that showed you can see uh, a van pull up around the corner and park. And then she pretty quickly after is running that same route and runs up on the sidewalk. He hops out of the van, grabs her, puts her back in. We know now that a struggle ensued, but when you just look at the video footage, you see that they were there for a, a decent amount of time. I forget. It was like four minutes or something. It was longer than you would think. You'd think he would just grab her and go, uh, once they found her body, um, they found her body abandoned. Um, some of her clothes were in a bag in a dumpster. She had been assaulted in all kinds of ways. She had been um, eventually her the fatal wound was a gunshot wound to the head, but she had like a broken jaw. I mean, he 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 beat her, but he she also um, fought back pretty heavily, and I think that that's why they were in that van for as long as they were before he took off. I think she was fighting for her life. She was an athlete. Um, and you know, had she wanted to get back home, and so she tried her best, but it was a terrible case. But yeah, his name was uh, something ridiculous, it was Cleotha, actually, Cleotha Henderson, or something right. like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I thought of Cleotha, uh, was like, yeah, so that's how that started. You... But she, they, we lose Andre again. I think we did. It's just we're just celebrating Andrea, so it would only make sense that she disappears at some point. No, I'm here. There's just like a delay. <laughs> she oh, did sorry. the uh, the old Irish exit. Um, no, Cleotha is what I I thought the uh, what happens when you get your b-hole checked for your 40th birthday. They call it a Cleotha. Yeah. Right. Drew's had one. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my second 40th birthday, so yeah. <laughs> He's gotten his Cleotha back. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely Jim Terry in the chat says he loves blasting the Cleothas 
I'm a big fan of the Cleotha myself. Always pay pay mind to the Cleotha. Manscape the Cleotha manscape.com forward slash uh, Wolfpack. It's that time of the year when things get hot and sweaty and things start sticking to things like your Cleotha. So keep your Cleotha clean with manscape.com. Right now you can get free shipping and 20%. If you use that pro- promo code Wolfpack at manscape.com forward slash or promo code Wolfpack. Keep your Cleotha from sticking to your inner leg by using the the the, um, the little uh, the ball lotion. It's what I call it. <laughs> ball lotion keeps your nuts from sticking to your leg. You got the the Manscape 4.0 lawnmower with the light and the uh, anti ball nicking technology. That's what I call it, which is better technology than they had on that submarine uh, last week. And yes. then also they have the uh, beard trimmer and the weed whacker and all the things. Right now, it comes in a little leather pouch. Absolutely love them. Head over to uh, manscaped.com, promo code Wolfpack, and uh, get your Cleotha trimmed and proper for 4th of July. You never know what's going to happen. You might find a mermaid like Sarah Couch swimming right up to you in that little boat that you're in. If she finds out that your Cleotha is hairier than a... (laughs) My phone just started... My phone just started talking to me. Yeah, I told you this is the second time this has happened, Eric, or third time now. This is weird. This is yeah. weird. Uh, could you it's imagine, cl- though, if you were like on a boat for 4th of July? Did it start talking again? Yeah, my yes. phone just started talking. <laughs> and then, like, just some fucking like mermaids like, come swimming up through the water and it's Sarah. We Kelch. got Christopher She's on the like, line. Christopher, how do you do, Hello. sir? Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Christopher, are you a uh, longtime listener, first time caller? I was just on the first episode. You were on the first I'm episode. I'm the voting panther. Yes, you were the what? I'm the voting panther. I do the um. I'm doing the machete for you. Oh yeah, Mr. Welding Panzer. Yes, yes, that's awesome. How are you doing, sir? Oh, right. hey, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was your favorite episode there, Panzer? Favorite episode in general or night shift? Um, night times. shift night shift it's all about night shift tonight baby it's all about night shift um i like the um execution it's the most executioner one. Oh yeah Ooh, yeah that was a good one. that's when we used oh, to do the top yeah. 10 the top 10 we're actually flirting with doing something like that again like maybe in the fall where we do like we separate true crime and night shift we don't know yet but we're thinking about doing something like that where we have like a night shift where it's all those like weird top 10 mysterious things. And then like true crime being yeah, on its those own were, night. Those were interesting. All right. Yeah. The, uh, the, the executioners, that was a, that was a crazy one. I forgot about that one. Was, was Andre on for that one? Yeah. Did we do that I one together? Andre? Yeah. 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 The top 10 executioners. Yeah. I forgot. That must've been like early. That must've been like, Two or three episode, two or three or something like that. No, it wasn't yeah, that long sure ago. Um, no, well, okay, yeah, it it was a good one. It was a good one. We had a lot. Uh, we talked about remember because the one guy like how you didn't want to be an executioner necessarily, and like you were kind of like, um, yeah, almost um, not like blacklisted, but just kind of like you were on your own at that point, if that's what you did. You you know what I mean? You weren't kind of like in with the rest of the community and yeah, it was in like how it get like the torch gets passed down that you become one and so it's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's right. I do remember that was interesting. Super interesting. Uh, I would not have made a good executioner. <laughs> I don't have the stomach no, for I it. I wouldn't either. 
Ew, I don't either. have the stomach for it. Um, what kind of machete are you welding there? Um, it's just a standard straight back. It's going to have um, a cleaved uh, edge, so it's going to have a few different edges, basically. Nice. Like a little survival machete. If I was going to go on naked and afraid, that's what I would take. Quarter inch thick steel, and it's not got a a wooden handle. It's all metal, but I made sure it's comfortable and it's got no sharp edges except for where the um, hand guard is. Dang, that's super cool, man. I'm excited to see this um, bad boy. If it does get get rusty, just dunk it in um, white vinegar for like an hour or two, and it should come off. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I have to do that with a couple of my knives. Oil them up. I keep all my knives oiled up, brother. Uh, well, thank you so much for yeah, calling in, Panzer. We, we appreciate John, you, you, buddy. Put number up, please. Already done. It's up. Um. So thanks what? What else you Panzer. got for us? Yeah. Thanks I'm for calling, Panzer. Uh, uh, Andrea. So I forgot we did the um we did that one. Another weird one that I really liked was the aliens one we did. With uh, what was it like, Pe- Betty and Betty what and was... Barney Hill? That Betty was and Barney Hill. They actually make a comic book of that right now. It's called uh, Project Blue. Yeah, uh, they're they're on like issue number four. It's all about that case. Very interesting. Does that have something to do with Project Blue Book? Because I also like the Project Blue Book. Yeah, I'll send Blue you every issue, Eric. Blue Beam. Blue Beam. Yeah, Blue Beam is uh, that's actually one of the most highly downloaded uh, YouTube episodes. Really? The Project Bluebeam was? Yeah. People love that Project Bluebeam one. Yeah. You know what's weird? We were talking about this before the show. Um, I do not see Failure to Stop Instagram at all in my uh, feed, for my personal feed. And I don't, on my personal YouTube feed, I get zero Failure to Stop updates or see mm-hmm. anything from Failure to Stop pop up on my YouTube. Even though I follow it and I comment on everything. Isn't it weird how the algorithms yes. work? Speaking of which, um, right now, if you're in the chats with us, and there's a lot of you are, hit that like and subscribe button to our YouTube. And um, we are desperately trying to get to 10,000 on Instagram. We are at 9,275. We basically got to 9,180 around January of this year, and then it didn't move for months. It wasn't until May or June when we asked people to come follow us that we jumped up to uh, 9,275, which is only 70 more listeners. We went from getting about 100 a week to zero in almost six months. So the algorithm has left us. And then also we lost a lot of the automatic downloads on podcasts. So if you'll go into your Spotify or your iTunes and just hit that automatic download and resubscribe, um, that'll put us back in your algorithm. But maybe it's just because it had been a year and they were cleaning house. Or maybe it's because we switched over from Podbean to Megaphone and the RSS feed. But we did lose a lot of a download automatic downloads. Um, and so I know that, you know, if you're out there listening for a one year anniversary, make sure that you're still getting those automatic downloads from us. Uh, hello, Alicia Batty being in the chats. Batty's back. Do we have any more? I think we take like, what one or two more calls. Tactical's ready to go. Yeah. It looks oh, like cool. tactical dude is on the line. Go ahead. Tactical. Hey guys, what's up? Can you hear me? What's up, Tactical? Of course What's we can up, hear cool? you. Well, oh, you're just going with yeah. cool, John? Yeah. You guys are, you're on first name basis with him already. You're on nicknames. You got like you've nicknamed his nickname. You're just going with cool right off the bat. Yeah, that was me. Cool. Oh, that was you, John. Uh, Drew. Okay. All right. Cool. Tactical. Go ahead. 
there's a little bit of a delay, so this is going to be interesting. But uh, no, first time, first time caller, long time, long time uh, watch. Welcome to my. I remember the world. first episode. So it was uh, definitely a uh, definitely a good thing for me to watch. It definitely changed my life, and I think I've been pretty open with that in the comments. And you know, I think I think my favorite episode on Tuesday night was probably the boys on the tracks. Um, mm. I really like the more conspiracy type. Um, Project Bluebeam was cool. Um, uh, I think my favorite of all time, even though it wasn't a Tuesday, it was the Secret Service spy or imposter. That one was really cool because it really showed like how weak our security could be in some of the highest places. Yeah, and the fact I that about you know. The show. I forgot about that episode. That was the only time I ever heard that here. I bet you that I, I know nobody's nobody's covered that story. I bet you that would be a great podcast to rebirth, like that episode, and to make reels from because like that shit back when we read that episode, that was early on. I don't think that was popular yet. Now it's like, oh shit, you know that that explains a lot with these classified documents and yeah, that 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 was a a crazy one. Um, tactical dude, how did you get the name Tactical Dude? So I picked the name because um, I was trying to find a, like a screen screen name slash for like game name for everything. And what really irritates me is like, like I'm not a tactical master, like you know I'm not a Navy SEAL or any of that kind of shit. But I was a Marine, and you know what I really don't like are the people who are like, oh man, if I was at Uvalde all by myself with a rifle, I could have taken down everything all on my own. And we know that's a lot of bullshit. You know, I fucking <laughs> hate that stuff. Sorry. Uh... Yeah, but I do, and that my my name is literally a joke on the people like that. That's how I came up with it. <laughs> well, I can appreciate that joke, and That's I like your, your sense of humor. <laughs> um, definitely, Jim Terry says, "What is your area code?" I will call right back after. No, that's me. De- definitely, Jim Terry is mad that he's not. He says he's getting blue balled because he's not on the that's phone. That's great, guys. I I have like a hundred people calling me. If if you tell me, okay, six one two. Definitely, Jim Terry. After tactical is done, I will call you right back. Okay. Tactical, we're gonna let you go. Yeah, I'll get off, we want to get to a couple of these ones, but dude, we things. love you. We thank you for being a longtime listener. We love hearing your voice and your call-ins, man. And we'll definitely get you some more conspiracy stuff down the road in the next year, buddy. So thank you so much, bro. And thank Sounds you for your good, service. Guys. Have a good night. No problem. Guns up, giddy up, guys. Guns Google. up, giddy up. All right, we got we got this. Definitely, Jim Terry yet. Give me a minute. I'm going to call him. Yeah. Thank you, Ted Cool. John is uh, working out the keypad. He's uh, the most qualified of all of us because he is a current 911. You know, we dispatcher. also covered the, um, you know, like. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrea. This is the longest delay of all time. It's like thirty oh, seconds, dude. Sorry, like it's crazy. <laughs> but we just uh, we also had the case about the national parks and how there was such a um, series of well, okay. 
<laughs> she's so, just now she's just now hearing that yeah so that is bizarre that is the longest that is the longest delay we've ever had uh oh, records my, are being broken tonight, guys. Uh, poor andrea is uh gosh, experiencing she, a she, she's she actually died. experiencing a one-year delay that was the longest delay we've got definitely jim terry on the line uh JTO Jim Terry, definitely Jim Terry. DGT, GDGAT. I don't know. That's too much rum. Go ahead. What's up, ladies? What's <laughs> up? What's up? <laughs> oh, I was hey, I just want to call in. And I just wanted to say my episode was the best episode out there. You should watch it again and again and again. And then one more time. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you don't, say, you're gay. Yes, you're all gay. And I just wanted to say, we live in a world of Kias. You guys are Maseratis. Peace out, oh. homies. Peace out, Jim Terry. I appreciate it. He's My favorite. The only one tonight to hang up on us. Holy shit. Boy. I love it, too. Dude. Like, that's fucking mic drop shit right there. He came on with a great accent. Um, he, uh, he played that very well. And then he just dropped mic and bailed out. And I respect that. Respect that in an entertainer. Um, Jim Terry is an entertainer from day one, though he's a semi-pro kicker on a semi-pro football team that has a losing record. He's still an entertainer, and I respect the shit out of that. Uh, Alicia Batty says, wait a minute. Let's not forget Andrea's unidentified bones. That's a true crime case. It still has yet to be solved. Are you back with us there, Andrea? I think. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. That was that was less. Less of delay there. Listen, don't you guys worry about my bones. They're not still in a gallon Ziploc in my closet currently. They're definitely not in gallon Ziplocs. <laughs> we will say that for sure. They're in several quart Ziplocs mm -mm. at this point. They're in her freezer. Nope, uh, they're not. They're not labeled the human bones. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Well, we've had a lot of really good times here on uh, on Night Shift, and we've got a lot more coming in the new year. Um, and like I said, uh, there may or may not be a switch coming into the fall where we separate true crime from from Night Shift uh, and go back into kind of breaking up true crime versus the unexplained uh, and the phenomenon. But uh, there's more to come on that later. We've got a lot of things that we'd have to move around to make that happen. But we do get a lot of messages from you guys that, you know, you know, we got our true crime lovers and we also have our, our people that really want more of that Bigfoot and alien stuff. And we hear you. We'll try to do it. We'll see if we can make it work. Uh, anything to keep you entertained while you guys are in the meat wagons, while your husbands are at work doing the Lord's work, while your wives are at work uh, doing the Lord's work, saving lives and doing all those things. By the way, I just saw a video yesterday that dead Leg sent me not really true crime, but it was pretty awesome. And it was the, uh, it was in Chicago. The meat wagon was driving down the road, mining the meat wagons business. And the, the dash camera footage shows each person, like the driver and the passenger, as well as showing what's going on outside of the windshield. And uh, they're driving along. You see the two, they're just like being normal. And then the car in front of them, a person gets out of the window leans out the window and just smokes this dude on a bicycle, just drive by shooting shoots him, And the ambulance driver and passenger don't even like appear to be panicked or their heart rates don't even go up. 
She slows down, puts her blinker on, and does a U-turn while the other guy's putting his gloves on. So fabulous. It's just a fabulous look of what it's like being a first responder. And I just thought it was such an iconic video. But uh, we appreciate all you guys that are doing the Lord's work. We hope we give you something entertaining and to keep you guys awake all night. Do you have anything else for us, Andrea? No, I think that's good. I think um, it was good talking to everyone, and I'm so glad you guys called in. And thank you so much for listening. We do look forward to uh, the next few months. We are going to switch it up. I think uh, uh, Eric might do a separate Aliens, Bigfoot, those kinds of things. And we're going to stick with True Crime on Tuesdays here. And so we're going to change up some things with alternating guests and, and things like that, um, host and guest and all sorts of things are in the works. So we're all really excited. And again, thank you so much. This year's flown by and we've had so much fun doing it. So thank you all for listening and uh, keep, keep them coming with case suggestions and things like that. I love it. I look into pretty much everything you send and if I don't get to it right now, eventually I will. So uh, we appreciate your interaction and definitely all your, your listens and support. All right. Thank you guys so much for all you guys that are in the, uh, the paid chats tonight. Mike, it's cool. It's cool, dude. Detzloff, Actman, Carrie, uh, Will Cray, Sarah K, uh, Abby, and all the non-paid subscribers. Uh, you got last row JV manscaped was in the <laughs> manscaped <laughs> is in the chat says, ladies and gentlemen, your ad revenue has arrived. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Manscaped. Um, and thank you. Go sped. Matter of fact, I'm about to take my ass inside and get up on that ghost bed because there's so much news to cover on tomorrow's last call of the day. So we'll be live at 12 noon for everyone tomorrow. Um, so if you want to know what's going on in the news, um, join me tomorrow at noon, myself and Deadleg um, for crazy news. There's a lot of it. So uh, Drew, John, Andrea, yeah. thanks for keeping this dream alive, folks. Well, until next time, guns up, giddy up. Good night. Good night, y'all.